With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Chairman Jamie Howe, Ho Chi Minh, Asif Din, Vaslav Havel, Graham Savel, No Surrender, Percy Fender, Guerrilla Cricket. Welcome to Guerrilla Cricket. I'm Tony Bishop, and today I am with Will Gaffney, the founder and driving force behind the charity Bat for a Chance. Bat for a Chance helps underprivileged children experience the joy of cricket. They collect and source clothing and equipment, both new and high-quality secondhand, and then dispatch it to schools, clubs, and academies, not just in the UK, but all around the world. To help, you can donate your unused or secondhand cricket clothing and equipment via your school or local club. It sounds as simple and as an idea, well, it is. But to actually make it happen and make a difference to so many lives in so many different places, well, that's something else. Will Gaffney, a very warm welcome to Gorilla Cricket. Thank you very much for having me. You are most welcome. Well, let's start, Will, by just talking a little bit about you. Just tell us something about yourself, where you're from, how did you get into cricket? Uh, sure. So I'm from Sussex, um, support Sussex cricket as well. Um, so that's my stomping grounds. And I got into cricket when, well, before I can remember, I think I've been, been playing since I was five, six-ish at my local village club. Um, so yes. Yeah, Who are they? Long- Let's give them a shout out. Uh, Heathfield Park Cricket Club. Ah, okay. Uh, batsman or bowler? Uh, bowling all-rounder, I like to say. Um, bowling all-rounder. So- Try and hit the ball a long way and bowl fast if I can. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, um, where so where did where where and how did that uh, love of cricket come about? That's, uh, there must be something in the family, I'm guessing, that got you into the game at such a young age. Um, there isn't. There isn't. I think um, my mum and my dad aren't massive cricketers. That's changed a bit over the past couple of years, though. Mm. Um, uh, but my granddad loves his cricket. Um, he spent a lot of time in Trinidad, um, so ah. he's got a big sort of West Indian um, fan in him. 
know, kind of comes from there a bit as well. Um, and again, just comes back to the local cricket club thing. I've been playing all my life pretty much and it's just sort of developed from there. Well, fantastic. Uh, so let's uh, let's move on to um, that for a chance and talk a, a, a fair bit about about that. Um, first of all, uh, how did it come about? What 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 started the? What was the spark that went? You know what? I'm going to create this amazing thing. Where did it come from? Uh, yeah. So I sort of it's a funny one because I never really set out and I was like, you know, I like to start a charity. Um, this is what I want to do. Um, this is direction, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, I was really, really, really lucky um, when I was 11 at the time, 10, 11, to go on tour to Sri Lanka. Uh, so I was offered the opportunity um, to go out there, play a bit of cricket. Um, see what life is like out there, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and went on a bit of a lads trip with my dad and a couple of other good friends, etc. Um, and it was there where I think I had my first interaction with how different cricket is um, overseas compared to the UK. How it's almost a different game and how it's played in such a different manner. Um, you know, I was really lucky to be going on the tour in the first place. And then to follow that up, we played in some brilliant, brilliant places like mm. the Test Ground in Colombo, oh, wow. a couple of university stadiums, etc. Um, and then on the completely flip side of things, and I think perhaps what I enjoyed the most, we played a local school side mm. um, in nowhere, um, sort of in the middle of nowhere in Candy on a coconut mat. Um, because they don't have a wicket, being told sort of not to go into the outfield because you've got snakes in the bushes and all sorts of dodgy bits and pieces. Um, <laughs> and one, we got absolutely smashed by the school sides who loved and lived and breathed cricket. Mm. And two, they only had sort of one set of kit between them. So we'd get a wicket finally <laughs> and they'd be unpadding at the crease and then their mates would be coming on and sticking their pads on at the crease. Um, and, you know, coming from England, where that isn't as much of an issue, cricket kit is still an issue. At such a young age, it was a bit of a shock. It was a bit of a reality check, etc. Um, so reflecting on the tour a couple of years later, um, I somehow, at the grand old age of 14, mustered up the confidence to send out an email late at night <laughs> saying, you know, I want to help out, give back, get involved in some way, shape or form. And um, things have just snowballed really into what they are today well I, I said in simple simple terms it's about donating and using kit to help those around the world that don't have it and that's a that's a brilliant example that that um, you've just uh, given let's let's just make sure that people know how they can help so um talk us through the different ways that anyone who's listening to this either during the ashes test or as a podcast or on our various social media channels, what can they do to help you and this amazing course cause? Um, yeah, so as you say, it's it's actually a fairly fairly simple concept. Um, there's three main ways in which you can help. Um, one, you can donate kit. So as you touched on earlier, um, cricket kit is what we operate off. It what make it's what make things every it's what makes everything possible, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, so donating kit, there's a donate page on our website uh, where you can find sort of your local donation hub um, up and down the country. We're really lucky to have some brilliant supporters who have set up these collection hubs. Um, secondly, um, you can donate money. Um, again, none of this is possible without the incredible generosity of our supporters behind us and our sponsors and partners. 
Um, and, you know, the funds really do have a massive impact for us being a small charity. Um, shipping costs mm. to halfway around the world are ridiculously expensive. Um, so, you know, it does have a, a big impact for us. And then um, finally, if you're interested, um, we have always got a door open for new partners. Um, we love collaborating on all sorts of various random bits and pieces. So, yeah. Well, I'll come on to that in, 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 in a bit more detail. You mentioned the website there. That is batforachance.org.uk. Yes. Tell me I got that right. Thank goodness. Indeed. I say of all the things not to get wrong, I could have called you <laughs> Fred Smith by mistake, but the one thing not to get <laughs> the one thing not to get wrong is the website address, batforachance.org.uk. Now, you mentioned some of the costs there. Um, uh, I mean, this is some of the things that it says on the website. A donation of fifty pounds covers the cost of one local kit collection. Yes. Um, Hundred pounds covers the cost of shipping uh, one kit via air, with one thousand two hundred fifty covering the cost of an entire overseas kit drop. When you say an entire overseas, is that like a full team of eleven, including bats, pads, balls, and everything else that they're likely to need? Um, it's probably more than that, to be honest with you. Wow. I sort of what that pretty large sum of money to be fair guess you is put a container to the destination just packed with cricket kit cricket clothing softball kit whatever they sort of need in terms of cricket stuff coaching gears whatever um so it's not really you know 11 pairs of pads helmets stumps mm. balls it's um whatever they're in most need of um because quite often it's not sort of always oh you know i need six pairs of pads two really nice ones for my opening batsman etc it could be i need 100 softball bats i want to start cricket in the middle of nowhere in africa um yeah big variation so i mean you talked about um the sri lankan experience and you're playing against Mm. a team of fantastic cricketers um (laughs) <laughs> we've got like one bat and pads between them. I don't know. I won't even ask about the box. I, we don't want to go there. <laughs> um, but, but so, so I, the very first step you said to yourself, I think I could create a charity that is going to help expand cricket around the world by getting kit to people who need it. it sounds so easy, but what, how do you, what's the first thing you actually do to go about turning that from a, an idea you wake up in bed with one night to the success it's being today? Um, it's re- that's a really good question, actually. I think at the start, it was a lot of not cold calling, but cold emailing people, so to speak. So sparking people's interest, um, telling my story, etc. trying to get people's buy-in. Um, and then obviously you can't send kit overseas or for that matter around the UK without having cricket kit in the first place. Um, so I think that's where it sort of all kicked off properly. Um, so when we did our first sort of kit collection drive throughout the summer um three years ago now two three years ago mm-hmm. um because <laughs> got to the point where i collected so much cricket kit and we were st- we still store it all at home um where my parents were sort of like this needs to go this has got to go somewhere uh, i can't get upstairs i can't get into your room whatever um this has got to go the familiar story <laughs> but give me the number of your mum and dad i need to talk to them because i've got exactly the same problem go on <laughs> Um, and so I think it was sort of just being active with it and just saying, look, I'm going to try and collect kit. And once you've got the kit, it's got to go somewhere because you've essentially promised all these people that it's going to get to a worthy cause. Um, so I think getting our hands on the cricket kit in the first place is probably the first. So it's getting, getting kit that's important now. Well, yeah. Now you're still studying, aren't you? 
I am, yes. I've just started A-levels. You've started A-levels. So you've set up, somehow, in your spare time, you've <laughs> managed to set up this charity, um, send kit all around the world. Um, got yourself pretty well noticed. Uh, it's a Herculean effort. Um, who else? Who else kind of helps you keep it moving? Who you know, You've got to have some help. I mean, Superman, um, you may be, but, you know, this is Superman <laughs> on speed. So who else helps you, Will? Yeah, no, I've been really lucky. And it's definitely not all just me. Um, I think I wouldn't be able to do it. It's I've got a brilliant group of trustees behind me. Um, so I've got my mum, who's been a legend throughout the whole process. Dad has been as well. Um, sort of packing our cricket kit in front of the TV on the sofa. Um, endless hours and hours of sorting stuff, etc. Um, so mum's a trustee, then a brilliant guy who chairs our board of trustees called Omar Khan, um, who sort of works in the world of sports sponsorship and media. Um, he's been a legend for us as well. He helped mastermind our Sri Lanka project um, earlier this year, which was a huge highlight for us. Um, and then a couple of other trustees who've just appointed a load of uh, new trustees, but they're not officially announced yet, along with a couple of ambassadors. So there's uh, definitely some exciting news to come, um, which will also elaborate on my support network behind me. Um, and then on top of that, I think I've just been really lucky um, to have mentors within cricket, um, sort of stumbled my way into meeting them a little bit. Um, who've just been fantastic for me, um, just offering sort of pearls of wisdom, as I like to call them, saying, don't do this. That's going to be a great big mistake. You're going to find give, give me, Give me an example of uh, a pearl of wisdom and who did it come from? Um, okay, so a good pearl of wisdom I think I got was from Kushil Gunasakera. Um, he's an incredible human being who founded the Foundation of Goodness. Um and sort of, I stumbled upon him early doors, so to speak, sort of halfway through um, my de developing back for a chance. And he um, he just said, live by the motto of under-promising and over-delivering in the charitable world. Um, because there's it's all well and good going out and promising the world and saying, you know, I'll get you 50 cricket bats and 100 pairs of pads, etc. But if you can't do it, there's no point in saying it. And someone's going to be much more chuffed and pleased if you actually end up sending them 40 cricket bats instead of 25 and they open the container and just see even more cricket kit. Um, and I think that's something we definitely have stuck by. So Those are words of wisdom. Uh, for life generally, might I say. Certainly works in business as well as, as, well <laughs> as in charities, but it's a, that's a terrific word of advice. Now, I would guess, you know, as I think about, you know, children around the world receiving kit, giving the chance to play the game they love, expanding the game through doing it, which is all fantastic, fantastic. There must be some really interesting kind of human stories of uh, that, that stand out to you that you were. Are there any of those that you you can recall and, and tell us a little bit about? Uh, yeah, there's a couple that spring to mind, actually. I think um, we've definitely had some really powerful moving stories come from not only what our kit has done for people and enable people to do, but actually just realising what cricket does for, for underprivileged men, women, children all around the world. Um, the two that sort of spring to mind is one is a, is a young lady in Trinidad um, who, thanks to our brilliant partners, Pro Sport Caribbean, who collect and distribute kit on behalf of us in Trinidad, um, managed, was managed to be supported earlier this year, um, who had just lost her mother, um, was at home looking after multiple, multiple other siblings, um, her mum used to take her to her cricket matches, etc., um, but no longer, obviously, was with them. 
and cricket was sort of what had kept her going. Um, and she was playing for her local school side in sort of one, so to speak, one of the forgotten regions of Trinidad. Um, and to be able to support her on her journey, I think, was fantastic. And it's a true testament to the brilliant work that the guys are doing out there. Um, you know, obviously, I'm not in Trinidad and a lot of it comes down to them. Um, and, you know, for the team to be spotting and identifying causes like that, um, which truly are in need of our help in such harrowing times, I think it's brilliant. Um, and then the other one is of a young Afghan refugee, um, a bit closer to home, who's just arrived in the UK. Mm. Um, so we had a phone call through one of our local um, kit suppliers, um, Kent Cricket Direct. And they um, said, you know, we've just had a phone call from a foster parent who's just had an Afghan refugee been taken in with them. Um, he can barely speak a word of English, um, but he needs cricket kit. As I'm sure we're all aware, Afghans love their cricket after their pretty spectacular fight in the World Cup. Um, and so we managed to support him, you know, and I, I was really lucky to meet him. Um, and I remember sort of knocking on his door with a bag of cricket kit literally a, a new balance backpack i think and sort of opening the door and you can see the smile and the hope that the bag of kit brings for a kids i hope you're on a deal with new balance every time you mention them you get a, a, <laughs> a cricket bat arrives yeah. to go somewhere in the world <laughs> um and you know opening the door you can see one the smile and just that his face lit up upon seeing cricket kit and two you can really see and tell you know the journey that he's been on so one gets to the UK, um, you know, this guy was literally pulled off a boat a month before we saw him in the channel. Um, so, yeah. Wow. That is, that's, that's a beautiful story. Actually, we, we, we had, I recall we had an article on our website. It was somewhere in Milton Keynes. It was a, a Milton Keynes um, mm. council story, but they'd been housing uh, quite a, a number of the Afghanistan refugees and they were listing the things that they really needed that were most important <laughs> to them. And like top of the list, I think were was I can't remember. It was like shampoo, and like yeah. number two after shampoo was cricket gear. You know, never mind <laughs> clothes or whatever. <laughs> Get me my cricket gear. You know. So you, as you were saying, it was it, it was just so important to them. Now, I mean, despite the pandemic, mm. uh, this has been some year for you. Yeah, um, I think there's been a, quite a few highlights and amazing partnerships you've formed and and things that you've done. To tell us a little bit about some of the highlights of uh, 2021, which has been a pretty dire and desperate year in so many ways for a lot of people, but you've been, you've been putting all that to one side and just delivering great stuff. So, so tell us some, tell us some of those things. Yeah, I think we've um, had a bit of a breakout year um, and we've been really lucky, you know, the team behind me, which we touched on earlier have been fantastic um, throughout 2021. And I think lockdown in a weird way was a blessing in disguise um, for us because it basically meant I didn't have to go to school um, so I put much more time into this than I probably should have done um, but yeah so at the top of the year in January um, we had a fantastic moment um, with the Foundation of Goodness um, who we touched on earlier um, supporting them and some of their rural schools. Oh, they're in and Sri Lanka aren't they the Foundation of Goodness uh, and didn't um, at some point Kumar Sangakara yeah. get involved in that story somewhere? Yeah, um, I, we somehow managed to have him handing over our kit in Colombo at a little sort of presentation ceremony. Um, he gave an incredible speech, to camera and all sorts of cool bits and pieces. I, I remember like sort of rolling out of bed because obviously you've got the time difference and I've got school 
in sort of an hour's time. I opened my phone, it's just completely filled my Twitter feed with Kumar Sangakara said this, 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 and this, and this happened. And I was just, wow. yeah, one of those incredible mornings, um, which I'll never forget. But were you late for school? And did they let you off? <laughs> yeah. Um, it was still online school at the time. Um, but yeah, I was definitely late. And um, the, sorry, go on. Yeah, carry on. Um, and then we've also been really lucky to partner up with the MCC Foundation as well this year. Um, so closer to home, you know, we're very conscious that, yes, there's a need for kit overseas, um, but there's also just as important and greater need in the UK. Um, so we've done a lot of work with them, supporting kids in that incredible um, hub programme up and down the country. I think they've now gone up to 72 or 74 hubs nationwide. Um, as well as supporting their projects in the Lebanon. Um, so they run Syrian refugee cricket camps out there. Mm. Uh, got these hubs, which are incredible. Um, and we've kitted them all out with a load, a load of softball kit. Um, and Sarah Fain, their director, again, is one of those people who have just really, really, really helped me um, and sort of guided me and you know, offered, offered those pearls of wisdom. Wow, fantastic. Well, I, I noticed there's a few. So you've talked about the foundation, for goodness. You've talked about the MCC Foundation. Uh, I believe you've been doing some work with the ACE program as well, yep. which, of course, Surrey, now Warwickshire, and I think there's one other mm. county they're, they're, they're getting themselves into. How's that relationship working? How does that? How do you two work together? Yeah, um, we did a bit of work with ACE in the summer. Um, Chevy was brilliant. He's, he's a really good guy. Yeah, um, so we supported their community development programs um, across their Surrey branch or London, essentially. Um, and that was really cool, actually, because it was the first time, I think, yeah, it was the first time since actually setting up the charity, I'd been able to hand out kit face-to-face to the kids um, in Brockwell Park in London. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was a really, really good experience for us. And again, another fantastic charity. Um, I'm always banging on about the fact that there's no room for sort of a competitive environment in the charitable space. It's all about working together because at the end of the day, if you bring two parties together, you're going to have a greater impact than working against each other. Um, and, you know, Ace are a brilliant example of that. They're, they're, they're an incredible. I, I recall in a conversation I had with Chevy, um, I, think he, a, I think he mentioned you, but B, I think he he, he talked a lot about collaboration and and partnerships i mean they're the additional dimension to ace of course is trying to regenerate interest in the game amongst yeah. the black afro afro caribbean community which of course has just fallen off so so dramatically in 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 the last number of years and obviously enabling people to get kit for them is a massive part mm-hmm. of that so you so, say i mean you 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 come at the, pro- the problem from slightly different angles but entirely complementary sort of skills and things that you're bringing to the party so so that i can see how that is fantastic uh, there's a couple of other people i've noticed that you work with um you're working with our friends cricket without boundaries yes who are phenomenal um, we've done we've done a, a fair bit with them tell us a little bit about how that relationship works um yeah no as you say tony they are uh, again, another brilliant organisation, um, and just seem to make things happen like I've never seen before. Um, it's it's remarkable to be honest. But yeah, no. So we've sort of become their kit partner, so to speak. Um, so Cricket Without Boundaries are a bit more established than we are. They've been on uh, on on and around the block for a bit longer, um, and they get a lot of kit requests in that whether that be actual sort of kit to donate to us or causes which we should look to be supporting. Um, 
So working through them, um, we've been able to get a lot of kit to Afghan refugees across Europe. Um, so we've supported Afghan refugees in Bosnia, Kosovo and Albania now. Um, yeah, I think it's Albania. Um, so, you know, that has been a true testament to our partnership with them. Um, that's, I think, in total between six to 7,000 Afghan refugees across Europe. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, which is some pretty awesome numbers. Um, and, and, you know, as you were saying earlier, the Milton Keynes story is, is exactly the situation these guys have got in these European nations. Um, they've just about got enough clothes for them to sort of be living in. And then next on their list is cricket stuff. Um, yeah. And it's just like, I need to be playing cricket. And it gives them this escape and something to do throughout the day because um, quite often they're in these refugee camps and there is literally nothing for them to do and they'll just take a dark turn in life and go and, down. And that. in there are the tomorrow's Rashid Khans and Mujibs. Yeah. You can bet your life, right? <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Now, I think you've got some pretty interesting plans uh, for the year ahead. So you've come through this year to hell with the pandemic. We're going to ignore that. We're just going to keep doing amazing stuff. What amazing stuff have you got lined up for, for the next year or so? Uh, yeah. Um, so as I touched on briefly, in the next couple of weeks or so, we're going to be announcing our new board, so to speak, along with a couple of um, our first global cricket ambassador, um, which is a pretty cool one. Uh, Are you allowed to say who or is that embargoed for now? It's embargoed for oh. now. I know. Okay. No guerrilla cricket exclusive there then, but never mind. <laughs> um and then, so we'll be announcing that in the next couple of weeks. Um, and, you know, really lucky. I've got a really, really cool team behind me now. Um, and then going into 2022, um, we've got four focus areas for the year. Um, so we're going to be looking to support causes in Barbados, India, Pakistan, and then Sri Lanka again. Um, but that is not to say those are the only places we will be supporting. Um, it's just giving us a little bit more of a structure. Um, we're still going to be doing random one-off bits and pieces where the requests fly in because mm -hmm. that's really what Back for a Chance is all about, I think, um, is getting a phone call on a Monday saying, I'm going somewhere on Friday. I need cricket kit to take with me and sort of somehow making it happen. And then what well, you press the panic button and somehow it, you, you get it there. Well, actually, that is one question I was going to ask you. Um, I mean, clearly you can go to backforachance.org.uk. It talks about... Uh, donating kit, donating money, becoming a partner. Um, mm. But to just the, 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 talk me through a little bit. If somebody is out there, um, quite often I would imagine it's cricket clubs who are upgrading their stuff and they've got good stuff, but whatever. They, it might be families because kids grow up. All of a sudden, the harrow bat is no longer of use you know, because someone's got taller. That's what kids mm. do. Um, how, how do, if, I, if there's someone with kit out there, it's good and it's usable and they aren't going to use it what do they do how do they actually physically get it into your hands yeah um so i think the the step-by-step -step process is sort of looking at the website and seeing if there's a donation center near them where they can go and drop the kit off um and then if there is we've got sort of like a delivery van system uh, where we've got this brilliant guy who sort of drives up and down the country collecting cricket kit for us we all get shoved in the back of kind of a removal van um and then brought down to us in sussex where it's packaged and sent off where it needs to go um or if there's not a center near you um we're always looking to expand and set up new donation hubs especially looking 
forward to next cricket season. Um, our sort of two main donation points are at the start of the year and at the end of the year for obvious reasons. Um, and so that's sort of how it gets to us. Um, and then, of course, we look to keep you in the loop as to where your stuff ends up. Is, is there a time of year when you're you're busier? I mean, it's a bit sort of local UK thinking, but yeah. you know, with a cricket season coming up, that's the time you get your new bat, your balls, pads. You know, you're looking for your new kit, aren't you? Is is it the kind of the March April time when cricketers are, th- are thinking, yeah, there's nothing wrong with this bat. Made a few runs last year, but I need another one. And mm. do you find that's a sort of a busier time for you? Is it busier or is it busy across the whole year? Um, I think definitely in terms of kit collection, it's a lot busier. Um, so sort of now things have calmed down a lot. We've still got a great big stock and backlog from our collection start of the summer, which is brilliant. Um, but there's not as much stuff coming in. Whereas, as you say, as soon as basically March hits, um, we are inundated with kit requests from everywhere. Um, brilliant. That's a good thing. Yeah, it's fantastic because <laughs> um, it just enables us to get more kids out there um, or fill the house up even more, much to mum and dad's yeah <laughs> advice. So hang on, you got into this because your mum and dad were complaining about having cricket kit all over the place. So what you've gone and done is actually start something where you get even more cricket kit yeah. all around the place. They must love you. And I'm sure they're actually, <laughs> seriously, I expect they're incredibly proud as they should be. Um well, we're going to come back and remind people, obviously, about where and how they can help. But, uh, it would be remiss to not talk to someone who loves cricket with an Ashes series just around the corner. Uh, and the fact that this is almost certainly going to be going out as an interview during our Ashes coverage. Um, I have to ask you, who's your tip for the series? Um, well, I think I'd be sort of shooting myself in the foot if I didn't say England. <laughs> You're brave, but not yeah. many people have. <laughs> um yeah no i think it's definitely going to be a tricky series based off australia just winning the world cup that's never good for an australian ego but um uh, i've always got it back england so yeah i think i'll go with england so you're going with england okay that's uh, very brave of you and we shall see what happens there well uh, it's been fantastic uh, to chat with you will and let's remind people uh, the ways you can help you can donate kit you can donate money. Obviously, that's always helpful. You can become a partner. You have some very interesting partners, some of whom you've, you've talked about there. Uh, the place to go is batforachance.org.uk, batforachance.org.uk, and you can find out there exactly what it takes to help Will and to help Bat for a Chance and to be part of um, getting kit into the hands of uh, everywhere around the world that young cricketers who would struggle otherwise to get their hands on it uh, can do it. You're helping them. Uh, as importantly, I think you're helping to grow the game and make the game you know, a force for good around the world. Um, Will, it has been an absolute delight to chat to you. Um, thank you very much for coming on Gorilla Cricket. Thank you very much for having me. It's been a blast. It's yeah. been a great pleasure. Gorilla Cricket. Revolutionary, Revolutionary commentary. Sports Social Podcast Network.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 